Well, hello and welcome back again to yet another teaching from the ministry of a love outreach. Today I am going to bring to you a teaching slash message of um, exhortation, encouragement, and I've entitled it Chasing the Cheese. Made some notes on this and I'm going to go ahead and jump right on into it, but thank you for joining us today. So I want to ask a question. How many of you would agree that life can be crazy sometimes? And maybe at some points in time, more often than not, it's crazy. Maybe crazy has become a norm for you in your life. And one person's crazy isn't the same as the next person's crazy. So for me to really speak directly into your situation, I really wouldn't be able to do it. You know, it could be various things that you're going through that are just really messing up your life in many ways or messing with your mind or whatever the case may be. Like I said, we're all different. We're all going through something in this life, right? Relationships can get wigged out. Our emotions can get crazy. Our work, our financial life, right? So many things that can just consume our minds and make us feel like we truly are in a rat race. You know, the term rat race comes from the idea of the analogy of two rats, right, racing each other across a room, across a room right, to try to be the first one to get to a piece of cheese. That's where that term rat race comes from, that type of, of a story, right? And they end up expending more energy than the actual prize is worth. And this analogy depicts an endless, futile pursuit, kind of a mad competition that a person undertakes in this life. We're wanting something, right? We, we're desiring this, we're desiring that, and, and it consumes our focus. But once you've had the cheese and you get the effects of whatever it was that you were chasing after, you find that you end, you end up empty again. So you begin the race, you begin the chase all over again, all in an effort to get your cheese, whatever it is, and whatever it is. So the question becomes, or at least a question that I'll pre present to you today is, are you chasing the cheese, right? Is that what you're doing? You may have heard of, or maybe you've read yourself, the once very popular book entitled, uh, Who Moved My Cheese, right? And in a nutshell, that book is really just about how to manage change in your life. That's what that book is about, right? How to manage, how to deal with change in your life. Be it personal relationships or be it in the business world or in whatever 
area of life that change may come. That's what that book deals with. But, but I'd like to have you think a little deeper than that, like a little deeper than the things that are just on the surface of your life today, the things that you're seeing with your eyes, right? The, the things that you're experiencing in your life right now, whatever it may be, you fill in the blanks. And it's hard for some of you. It's hard for some of us what we go through in life, right? Entitling this teaching, Chasing the Cheese, I really want you to think about what it is and what, what, like, what it is that's been your primary focus in this life. What, what eats you up on the inside? What, what have you fixated your, been fixated with, right? You know, you've fixed your eyes on something and you've been chasing after it, right? What makes you tick, as they say, or, or what consumes you? And, and, in what, and in many cases, what ticks you off, as they would say, right? What makes you depressed? What makes you anxious? And let me tell you, there are many things in this life that can do that to us, aren't there? You're not alone. We've all been there. We've all been there. Many things can wreak havoc on our minds, our will, and our emotions. It could be things that are happening recently in your life, it could, or it could be a compilation of many years of life that have built up within you, right? And when I say I'd like you to think deeper with me, I'm going to talk to you today about not what's on the surface, but what's below the surface, okay? And, and, and maybe get you to consider where and at what point in time you got off track and began Chasing the cheese. And yes, like I said, in many cases, it's been a, life, a lifelong thing, right? You were raised up in this world with a certain mentality that taught you to chase the cheese, be in the rat race, right? You need to get yours, they tell you. You need to look out for yourself in this rat race of life. But you see, beneath the surface that is within you, that is within your spirit, within the core of your being, this is where the race or the battle, if you will, is won or the battle is lost. And the fact of the matter is that there is a battle for what's beneath the surface, and that is your soul who you really are. And, you know, there is a God, the God of all creation, who wants you to prosper within your soul. He wants it to be well with your soul. Right? And there is also someone that the Bible, the Holy Bible, calls the God of this age. And he's one that seeks to destroy your soul, to wreak havoc on your life, to bring anxious thoughts to you, to put you in a place where you have no peace, you have no joy, 
And again, look, we've all been there, done that. It happens. But again, I'm here to exhort you today, to encourage you in something. You know, Jesus said that no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. That's the words of Jesus. And there there really is a very simplistic way to determine if you're chasing the cheese, you're in the rat race. And that is by asking yourself, who are you serving? Who is it that you're serving? It, It is either the God of all creation that you are serving, or it is the God of this age, Satan. Right? Because make no mistake about it, you are serving one or the other. And you know, while I was making these notes and I thought about that, what I just said, you're serving one or the other, an old song came to mind. Uh, it's a song from when I was a kid, 1979. Bob Dylan came out with a song in which he said, You're going to have to serve somebody. He said, yes, indeed, you're going to have to serve somebody. Well, it may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. And again, remember what we're talking about today. We're talking about who you are in your soul. We're talking about what's beneath the surface. Now, I'm not telling you that Bob Dylan is anyone to follow, and I'm sure that he would tell you the same thing himself, But it is indeed true that you are either serving serving the God of all creation or you are serving the God of this age. You're in the rat race, chasing the cheese. And you know, Jesus also made another statement in which he said, "For, for what will it profit a man If he gains the whole world and loses his own soul, or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Right? So in other words, Jesus was saying, there is nothing more important than who you are as a soul within your heart, beneath the surface, right? And there is no one that has what is best for your soul other than the Lord God himself. In the last two years, I have heard of the deaths of over 25 people, and I've counted them, that have committed suicide. Now, only one of those persons, or two of those people actually, did I know directly at some point in my life. But the rest of them I've kind of known indirectly. In other words, they were co-workers or acquaintances of others that I know. But nonetheless, each one of those deaths just cut me to the core, which is why I do stuff like this. It's why I put messages out there like this and hope that somebody hears them and sees them and it can touch your heart and change you at the core. Okay, and I'll I'll give you another reason here in just a little bit, right? Why I do what I do, right? You see, but it's a a passion of mine because I know there's an answer to this. 
people killing themselves, self-murder, taking their lives. But there's an answer, okay? And, and I know that Jesus is the answer. And I know that Jesus is the one to whom we all can come and we can cast our cares upon Him. Indeed, in Him we can find rest for our souls. In the world, it's crazy. Yes, we all go through things. But there can be rest for your soul. There can be a firm foundation. Right? So, if you have, that is within the core of your being, spiritually speaking, beneath the surface, who you are, if you've found yourself in this rat race, chasing the cheese, right? Chasing something that is seemingly also important to you for some reason or another, right? Again, which all of us have been there, done that. We get our eyes fixed on the wrong thing and we're not looking at the value of our soul and who we are, that who God created us to be and to be in a relationship with Him. But I'm here to tell you, there is an answer. There is a way to get your life back on a path that is perfect for you. There is a path that is perfect for you. And that is a path that God has for you. And I'm telling you, yes, it is a narrow path. There's nothing easy about being on a narrow path. It seems so much easier, so right to just walk on that broad path. Let's take the, the easy road, right? But Jesus said that's the path that leads to destruction, It'll be the destruction of your soul. But there is a narrow path that God wants you to walk on, and that's the place where life will be good for you. And the best thing that you could ever do is come to a place where you realize who you really are and that you have been created in the image of God. You have a maker. And He has a plan for your life. He has a will for your life that He wants to do within you. And that's where He's looking at you. You see, it's easy for us to look at the outward. You know, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And when we're looking to the outward and we're chasing that cheese, man, we get so lost in the rat race, don't we? Right? But... A new life begins when you drop out of the rat race. You get out of it, right? Now let me read to you that scripture that I just alluded to. It's found in the Bible book of Genesis, okay, um, chapter 1, down around verse 26 and 27. It says, let us make man in our image. This is God speaking. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness, right? So this is when God created Adam and Eve. And he said, Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own 
image, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So here you are today. Here I am today, right? A human being on the face of the earth. And you have been a servant to someone, right? You have lived your life making decisions, you know, chasing that cheese, you know, making the decisions as to what piece of cheese you're going to go after. That's going to be my cheese. Oh, that's going to be my cheese. Oh, well, that's my cheese. And then there's others in the rat race chasing the same piece of cheese. And you're so focused on that that it consumes you. Right? Or, or maybe life has left you broken in the process of trying to figure out what cheese to chase. You, you might be one who says, I've never known what to do. I've never known where to go. I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm just lost. But I'm telling you again that there is something extremely important, extremely foundational that you need to start to focus your attention on. I truly am, yes, giving you something that is edifying and exhortational, but I'm giving you an answer today. Right? And you got to realize that this life is very temporary. And the God of all creation that loves you dearly wants you to wake up, right? To exit the rat race, to give up chasing the cheese and to surrender your life completely to his will. And he's provided only one way for us to do so. And that is in his son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Do you feel the burden of life on you right now? He says, come unto me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, he said. Learn from me, he said, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. This world don't teach you to be that way, does it? doesn't teach you to be gentle and lowly in heart. But Jesus says, learn of me. You want rest for your soul? You want a calm, peaceful life? Learn from me, he said. He said, and you will find rest for your soul if you learn from him. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you want to read that for yourself, you can find it in the New Testament book of Matthew, chapter 11. But the choice to do that, though, is it's yours. It's totally up to you. It's yours and yours alone. God is not imposing his will upon you. He's not going to force anything on you. But let me tell you something. If you have listened to me thus far, then you can rest assured that God is calling you to himself. He's calling you to Jesus. He's calling you to come to that place where you find rest for your soul. Right? Where you will fix your eyes on Jesus. 
in the Word of God, the, the Holy Bible, and the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 14, it asks a question of us. And then it, it, it immediately gives us an answer. It says this, it says, for what is your life? That's the question that it asks. For what is your life? And then it goes on and gives an immediate answer. It says, it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. I don't know about with you, but for me, when I think about that, I, I think of like just, I, I picture just this steam coming off of a pot of boiling water and it just goes up and it vanishes. Scripture says that's what our life is like. It just, it's just there, appears for a little while and then it's gone, right? So it's obviously talking about there the span of our lives, right? Whether we think about it or not, we're all on our way to death. This life is going to come to an end. It, It just flies by, doesn't it? It's very temporary, right? And the truth is, is there is a rat race, they're, they're out there in this world, everybody's chasing the cheese in some way, shape, or form. They're chasing after theirs, trying to get what's theirs. Trying to find a way to get on easy street, playing the lottery, whatever it may be, trying to find a way to make the affairs of this life simpler, easier, right, on the surface. But I'm telling you, that's not where it is. It's not on the surface. It's in your heart. It's in your soul. That's why Jesus says, come unto me. Right? So there is this calling for us to come out of this world, to be separate. It's a spiritual calling. Jesus is king. We are to be his subjects, his servants, following him imitating Him in the way that we live, being gentle, peaceful people that that are living in simplicity, not living in the rat race, not chasing that cheese. Again, that cheese can be defined in so many ways, whatever it is for you and for others out there, right? But you've got to stop chasing the cheese, you and me both, we can't get in that rat race, right? And I want to get real practical with you here and ask you some questions that maybe you can think about. And if you want, you can respond to me on these things. But what is it that controls your, your mindset? As you make your way through this world, yet that yes, indeed, it is a rat race out there. What controls your mindset? What is it that you are focused on today? What are you focused on? What consumes you? What is the cheese that you are chasing? Who are you serving? And where has it gotten you? Are you focused on that which is temporary? Or are you focused on that which is eternal? Our Lord Jesus tells us to to not 
store up treasures here on earth, but he says to store up treasure in heaven. Again, we're just passing through. It's just this vapor. We're going to be done with this. And Jesus has come that we might have abundant life. And I'm telling you, folks, the Lord is calling you to Him. Again, if you've listened this far, now, sure, some of you can already be Christians and you're, you're listening to this, but maybe even for you, there's things that you, you, you have gotten in, you found yourself in this rat race, chasing the cheese, right? You know, King David had the right focus. He knew that life was temporary. And in Psalm 39, he said, Indeed, you have made my days as hand breaths, and my age is as nothing before you. Certainly, every man at his best state is vapor. He said the same thing. David said the same thing. It's like the span of our lives is like very short, hand breath, right? It's, it's, it's very short. He said in Psalm 62, Surely men of low degree are vapor. Men of high degree are a lie. In other words, there's people that are out there that, hey, look, look at me, I've made it. And everybody's trying to chase that cheese and be like them, be like that successful person. But their life is a lie. They're lost in their souls. They're lost within. Outwardly, on the surface, they may appear like they've had they have everything. It says, surely men of low degree are a vapor. Men of high degree are a lie. If they are weighed on the scales, they are altogether lighter than a vapor. It's nothing. It's, it's all futile, right? So in other words, all that you chase after in this life, man, all the cheese you try to gather in this rat race is nothing on the scale of the eternal God who has so much more in store for you if you would just surrender it to Him. Surrender your life to Him completely so you can find peace, rest for your soul. Be obedient to the Lord. Follow after Him. Solomon a man to whom God gave a great amount of wisdom wrote in the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9 and verse 11. He said, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. So in other words, there is endless activity in this rat race of a world, and whether you're smarter than the next person, stronger than the next person, richer than the next person, more skillful than the next person, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. There is still the good, the bad, and the ugly for every one of us, if we're in the, the rat race of this world. And Solomon in that same book points out time and time again 
that it's like chasing after the wind. He says it's vanity to chase after this world. It's worthless. And he came to a conclusion where he said, the whole duty of man is just to honor God. That's it, man. Because this is all a test here. We're just passing through. But again, the good news is we can find peace. We can find rest for our soul. We can get out of the rat race, right? We can get out of it. So are you losing your, your soul? Chasing after something that seems good to you. There is a way, a proverb says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. But Jesus, you know what he told us? He told us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And that he would add to us all the things that we need. Not all the things that we greed, right? like it's not about our greed. God supplies our need. Having food and raiment, be content, the Bible says. Be content. That's where God wants us. He, want, he wants us contented. He wants us to lie down in green pastures. He wants to lead us to that place where it's calm, the still waters. He wants to restore our soul. And though we will walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. For his rod and his staff will comfort us. And in the end, we're going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's what God wants for you. That's what he wants for all of us, right? So don't chase after chase chase after those things that are the shiny objects. They appear so good, right? Maybe they'll feel so good to you, right? It'll make you feel successful. It's pleasant to the eye. You know? That's, that's where the fall all began in the Garden of Eden. Eve saw that fruit and it was pleasant to the eye and thought it would give her something. Adam took of it as well. And that's where the fall began. But prior to that, God had something wonderful for him. But again, he didn't force, force it upon them. He didn't make robots that he forces his will upon. He made us in his image. And we have a choice, Right? Because if we chase after the cheese with all the other rat racers out there, we're going to end up, it's a losing game. And we're going to lose, on, lose our soul. And again, I'm telling you, if this is hitting you to the core of your being, then you need to heed the call right now of the Lord and come out of this world. Surrender your life to Jesus. There is, there is the opportunity to begin again. Jesus promises a, a new and abundant life to 
whosoever will come unto him. It's a life where old things pass away and all things become new, right? You've been following the father of lies for far too long getting you to chase after this cheese or that cheese, right? And it's just destroying you. But you can turn around. You can, to use the biblical word, you can repent. You can begin to heed the words of Jesus, be obedient to his word. It's a living word that will transform you from the inside out, make you new, give you this abundant life within you. But this will only happen if you will come now and begin to walk in obedience to His will for your life. I'll give you an assignment. Go ahead and find your Bible and look at Matthew chapter 7. Verses 24 through 27. If you're serious about changing your life right now, I'll know you'll, I know that you'll do it. And those scriptures are going to talk to you about what it's like for the person that is obedient to the Lord. It's Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. Is it time for you to finally stop chasing the cheese? that this rat race world keeps placing in your face. It's all around, man. It's on social media, everywhere. Look at this lifestyle. Look at that person's lifestyle. Hey, get yourself some of this. Hey, get that. Hey, buy these clothes. Hey, buy these shoes. Hey, get this car. Hey, do this, do that, do this, right? And people are portraying themselves on social media as if, hey, look at me, I'm over here. Hey, look at me, look what I got. Hey, look at my clothes. Hey, look at my face. Hey, look at this. But they're lost. They have no rest for their soul. Look, I'm not pointing any fingers. I've been there, done all that at one point in my life. Back in the day when I was chasing the cheese of this world, we didn't have social media, but it's a rat race and we got to come out of it folks right and if you need any help in starting this journey go ahead and reach out to me right go ahead and uh, go to our website aloveoutreach.com should be on the screen right here i know uh, some of you are not watching a video of this you're just listening to an audio on soundcloud but go to our website aloveoutreach.com. Fill out the contact form. There'll be an email that will come to me, and I'll be glad to help any one of you that are truly in a place where you know that you need to die to an old life. You need to start anew. You need something new. Don't hesitate. And look, if 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 your heart is legit and you fill out that form, then I'll be legit and get in touch with you. I'll get in touch with you. Just so you know, too, I'm not offering you to come to a church. I'm not telling you 
to join a religion, I am talking to what's beneath the surface, to your soul today. I just know what Jesus has done for me. Again, I I mentioned earlier the reason why I do what I do. And the real reason I do what I do in doing this is because what he has done in me. And he has placed compassion in my heart for others that are lost. It, it, it destroys, it, it crushes me, you know, when I hear that somebody commits suicide. Because there's an answer. There's rest for our souls. But you got to come out of the rat race. You got to stop chasing the cheese. I know this world tears us up, doesn't it? The Word of God, Jesus Christ, can heal your heart. And He can make all things new. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Whichever the case may be, I hope to hear from you. But if not, God bless. And uh, we'll see you next time.